Hello, everyone. Welcome to Small Biz Tips. I am here today with this guy. He reached out to me on Instagram. I, I'm sorry. I, I probably didn't reply back to his DM, but then I saw him at an event and I'm like, wait a second, why didn't I reply? So now I have him on the podcast. I had to bring him. He is amazing. He's part of my inner circle. His name is Brendan Boyd. What's going on, man? First of all, let's just keep it all the way real, bro. Let's, you know yes. what I'm saying? Uh, I'm keep sorry. it all real. The dude saw my DMs and clearly just ignored them. Let's just keep it real. And then he felt guilty when he saw me in real life. It was just like, yo, B, what's up? Nah, nah, nah. But but to be nah, to be honest, fault, bro, <laughs> um, be honest, I, um, I'm grateful and thankful to be on the platform. Um, I'm happy that we had the opportunity to connect in real life. And then it was just like, a, yo, I think I've seen you before. Then we went to the DMs to connect. And there was already some pre-existing messages in there. So it's all good. Yo, you know what? I am excited about this episode because I want the world to know who is Brandon Boyd. Man, um, you know what? It's interesting that you ask that. And I feel like every time somebody asks, asks that, uh, it's like different ways that I could kind of explain the story. But I mean, right, if somebody asks me right now, you know, I, I would say I'm a, I'm a host, I'm a podcaster, you know what I mean? I'm a marketing coach. Um, I'm, I'm somebody that really cares about uh, people. Yeah. And I use my genius, which I feel is, is, is in marketing and um, providing a lot of value um, to help entrepreneurs, right? So, um, you know, pretty much coaches, consultants, course creators, you know, those that are stuck, you know, with marketing, like they can't figure the thing out. It just seems so monumental. I help I help them to get clear on their vision, mm -hmm. and then when they clear once they clear on the vision, they able to build a community, monetize, grow their brand online, and that's essentially what I do. Um, but there's so many different layers to it. But I guess if you ask me right now, that's what I would say. Okay, okay. I, I want to go down that 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 rabbit hole a little bit, right? <laughs> how'd you how'd you get into this? <laughs> I mean, that's a good question, man. Um, my journey to entrepreneurship started with basketball, man. I mean, um, I'm from Boston and I was always inspired and motivated by like Rucker Park. And I saw Boston, we didn't have that. You know, we had this thing called the Boston Shootout, but then for some reason, the Boston, shoot Boston Shootout just disappeared. Like it just, mm. it just disappeared. So it kind of left a void in the city as far as like high level talent that was available to, to be on display for you to kind of come get a ticket, watch, right? Really take it in. And um, what I thought was, man, well, if I can create my own version of like Rucker, that would be cool. So I was still in college, but I created this basketball tournament first. It was called the Boyd Fan Basketball Tournament. And then that was successful. Then it turned into a basketball league. And then from 2000 to 2006, I ran basketball leagues in the city of Boston, like in the fall, wow. in the summer, and then the winter outside. It was a, it, bro, it was a, it, it was a thing, man. Like we had sponsors, you know, That's music, awesome, man. live music, you know, like. Was it like a three on three basketball similar no, to what? Five on five, bro. Guys? You have, you, you okay. have your team. You bring your team, get, get together. You know, I gave out trophies, varsity jacket, jackets. Oh, Some years dope. we gave out rings. It was a, it was a thing. It was a thing. So yeah. how did you go from that, right? Doing basketball um, leagues to coaching consultants and coaches helping them with marketing like what happened that that made that switch so that's an interesting question so what 
so what I don't really have too many regrets, right? But one of the regrets I would say I do have is me when I transitioned to my next business, which was um, in fashion, I co-founded a clothing company with a friend of mine. I stopped doing the basketball thing completely because I wanted to focus on that. But in retrospect, I wish I would have kept it going because it, you know, it, it, it helped a lot of like youth and it was just something for the city. What I am inspired and happy about is that that league inspired other people in the city to create leagues too and do tournaments. That's so that was cool. But I transitioned to clothing. I ran a brand for 10 years. Let me just tell, let me just tell your viewers this and you listen to this. One of the, one of our biggest contributions to fashion I'm pretty sure everyone had it on. And it was my biggest learning lesson in business, which is why I want to share that. And that's why I'm getting close to the screen. Why yeah, I'm, yeah, I can't. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like sitting on my seat. And why, 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 why my voice inflection is changing a little bit because I want to make sure you guys pay attention. All right, so look, I want everyone to, if you're in business right now, product, service, information, whatever, the SaaS, whatever. Get your trademarks, get your copyrights, get your patents, right? So what we did, we revolutionized the fashion game by taking a sweatpant and taking, let me see, I got, I got a hoodie right here, and taking just this right here, this little, this little deck is called a ribbon. Yeah. And what we did was we took the sweatpant and we put the ribbon right here. And then we created the jogger sweat. So now your sneakers is highlighted, your shoes is highlighted, it's slim fit, it just looks yes. phenomenal. Okay. We created wow. that, but what we didn't do was patent it. Ooh. Because we didn't, we didn't, you know, my business partner and I, we just didn't understand um, the, the process and we didn't have a mentor or a coach to guide. Um, we were just ignorant to knowing that that is something that we should patent present, yeah. package, roll out, right? Protect. Bro, let me tell you, that's a, that's a billion dollar, that's a bit, that one product is a billion dollar product. Wow. Generation of wealth just off of that. So Jeez. I know we just started the pod, but I want to give you listeners, I want to give you listeners like some gems. Yes, whatever you guys please. have, whatever you guys have, whatever you're doing, I implore that you um, contact a patent attorney or, um, you know, a copyright attorney, you know, they, they, they sometimes do both. Like, you know, they yeah, do IP attorneys. copyrights, uh, trademarks, stuff like that. Get your stuff protected because one of my, um, I, I would say like peers in the industry, she does trademarks and, um, patents and stuff, copyrights. And she, one of the things that she says is, you know, you might, you might have a product or service. You may have the domain, but there's no ownership without protection. And I would, um, and I would one hundred percent say that again. Say that again. There so is you may no. have, so you may have, a, you may have a brand name. You may have the domain, uh-huh. but there's no true ownership of that entity without the protection. Um, because what if I'm like, okay, wow, this dude's popping. This is a nice little name. Let's say it's called Red Stripe. Well, I mean that that's actually a thing. But let's say it's called Blue Stripe. Yeah. And Blue Stripe is just rocking, and I'm just, I'm just in the background like. Oh, this blue stripe thing's a thing. What if I'm just like, oh, there's, on there's, it. No, there's, there's no trademark, there's no copyright, there's no patent. I could just buy it, and now you gotta come through me. Wow, now you own your thing. Now I just jacked your thing 
but you can't get mad because it's yeah. mine because you didn't, you didn't do, do what the work. you do. So now I can I can be relentlessly um, not easy to work with. Yeah. Unless I'm compensated properly, or I could put together a very one-sided agreement or contract that would favor me. Wow. And put you in a position to decide, hey, do you want to spend a fortune? Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Or do you want, or now do you need to rebrand as a result of not getting that protection? And now how is that going to have an effect on what you built? Yeah, that's. That, oh man, that's like you, you do your whole sweat and tears that you put into something gone overnight because you didn't protect it. Because you didn't protect now, it. So there's no ownership, there's, there's no true ownership without protection. I love it. That, that's an Instagrammable quote right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I know, that. I know we kind of diverted, but yeah, so basically. Nah, that's not, this is good. So what fashion, happened to you then? I was in fashion for 10 years. We had a cultural impact and then my business partner and I, you know, we couldn't, we couldn't coexist in the same car, let's just say. And then wow. I got into real estate and uh, real estate was moving and grooving. But even through fashion and real estate, one of the things I would maintain was my interest in connecting people uh -huh. and, um, and delivering messages. And I did not know that was marketing until one day I realized it was marketing. I was like, oh, I did, this is marketing, right? And you've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing some form of it for a while. And then I've always been... I've always been great on like advising and giving advice. So I think the the, the marketing coaching aspect uh -huh. revealed itself once I moved to LA and things just started moving a little bit faster, you know? So I, I got some questions around there, right? There's been a, 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 a fast track growth of a lot of coaches and consultants lately, yeah. right? I just spoke to a young lady. Um, she built a... a She'll build like a, a group of 300 life coaches that she built over time, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. with all those coaches and consultants that's coming around and you doing marketing, what's that first step that you tell them to do when it comes? Because a lot of them don't know how to market them. So they're really good coach. Yeah. They might be great at being a life coach or might be great at being a, a business coach or something, but they don't know how to market themselves. What's that first thing you would just say to somebody like that? So the first thing I would say is um, you probably looking at it all wrong right um, because marketing is really relationship developing and nurturing and then having a clear call to action and we do it all the time yeah so if you're going to i don't know let's say you're in the gym and someone's on a machine and you're like hey man are you uh using that how many reps you got me sets you got left and he's like yo i got like two more and you're like i'm like oh, okay you're doing legs yeah man i'm doing legs too How's it going? Listen, it's brutal, bro. I'm putting them up today. That's crazy, man, because I hate leg day on Wednesdays, too. So, mm. so you, so, and then what happens? Most likely, like, hey, my name is Brendan. Hey, Brendan, I'm Jim. Do you come to the gym often? Yeah, I'm in pretty much every day. Nobody come in the evening. Well, man, you know, why don't we just stay in contact? Maybe we get a set together. All right, bro, follow me on the gram and take my number. So, what happens is in real life, you, develop a relationship by mm -hmm. starting a conversation from there you nurture that conversation and nurturing can happen depends on where the person is or your potential you know client or prospect it can happen huh? in the same day or it can happen in 12 months it just depends how much nurturing that person that client needs depending on where they are 
timing. You have to have a call to action because if you don't have a call to action, then you're not able to close that situation. And I don't want it to be misinterpreted. All call to actions are not to sell. Mm -hmm. It's just clear messages that lead somewhere or give you yeah, to the next something step. of value so then you can follow up later. Yeah. You know, like for instance, we're not, we're, the only reason why we're on this podcast, well, there's a couple of reasons, but one of the reasons why we're on the podcast is because when we were in person, right? We established yeah. that relationship. There was some nurturing that happened, but when you're in certain environments, nurturing happens faster. Yeah. Right? And then we set a date, which was a call to action that held us both accountable. And then today's the day, today's the time and we're on the podcast. Oh, that's marketing. That's it. That's marketing. I love it. Now all you got to do is just do that a bunch of different times in a bunch of different ways and then send these yeah. people somewhere. I log group, paid or unpaid group, email list, text community. And you got to yeah. let people know what you do. I love it. I love it. I love the simplicity because I think a lot of us make things more complicated than what it is, right? Like yeah. we think too much, we overanalyze things and end up not doing anything. So takes me to my next question is you work with a lot of coaches and consultants, right? What has been some of the wins that they've gotten from working with you? And, uh, you know, how's that? Because you mentioned something earlier that stuck with me. You said, hey, you, you build that league and then other people start building their own league. So you created impact. Yeah. So what has been some of the impact that you had with what you're doing now? I think the biggest impact that, um, you know, the people that work with me have, and I'll share some some of their some of their wins, um, and some of the biggest impact they'll continue to have is going to be around mindset, mm. right? Because at the end of the day, you're only going to go as far as you believe. So 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 if you can't borrow, if you don't have, yeah, if you don't have the self confidence or the belief, and you can't borrow it from your coach or a peer or you know, a mentor or whatever, mm -hmm. it's going to be difficult for you to hit that monthly goal or that annual mm. goal or, you know, whatever you're trying to get at. So I would say the impact, the biggest impact is, is definitely mindset. It's, is is definitely mindset because if you don't believe it, it can't, you, it's cliche. If you can't believe it, you can't achieve it, but you can't achieve it, but it's the truth. <laughs> 100%. So, uh, some client wins, like, you know, some clients having their first three K days. Nice. You know, I had a client who, whose goal was to have five uh, K in a month. She says she did 75 in a week. Congrats that, to that her. Pretty, that's pretty good. Um, you know, going, going uh, and hosting their own virtual events for the first time and having actually 20, 30 people in those events. Um, that's awesome. You know, having their first 10 K 15 K months, things like that. I love it. I love it. Um, so, so yeah. I also want to talk about, right, that's your client wins, but let's also talk about your business, right? Because yeah. at the end of the day, that's your business. You know, what, what has been some of the, the challenges that you go through as you grow this business? Because you've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Yeah. Right? You've seen the ups and downs for several different businesses. When you transition from one business to another, what has been some of the wins and also some of the challenges that you noticed? Um. For me, one of the biggest challenges for me has always been, um, you know, allowing other people to do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, like implementing, implementing um, and delegating certain tasks. Okay. Um, I think for me, that's always been something because, you know, 
I'll feel like, all right, bro, you're taking a little bit too long. I'm going to just do this myself. You know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, if you want to grow, you need to do that. And not only do you need to do that, you need to allow other people to come in to handle some things so you can actually focus on the high ROI activities, uh-huh. right? Because if you're, if you're spread too thin, it's going to be an, it's going to be difficult for you to grow if you're not paying attention to areas where you, where you should be paying attention to so you can grow. So I think, I think that, and then one of, you know, some of the good things that have worked for me would be like actually bringing people on yeah. using software, getting more familiar with automations, um, you know, starting to be more prolific and being on more platforms. Um, I think one of the secrets is actually this. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs don't do this. And that's like giving away value. That's actually like useful. Mm. Now, some people just get, they, they make content and it, the content is not useful. Yeah. You know, so like if <laughs> you want to keep going out there. Yeah, make content that's useful. So for instance, if I can go to your page and I can watch a video and not only am I going to um, receive some value, but the value is so good that if I use it, I can get a result. That's what people want. Yeah. So if your content is like that, it's going to be a lot easier for you to build community, build bridges, monetize, you know, get these people to convert higher because... Uh-huh. That's what's going to separate you from other pages. Because a lot of people, first of all, people operate from a scarcity mindset. So if you're operating from scarcity, they don't want to give you nothing either unless you pay. So that's number one. And then secondly, the content that they are giving is is good, but it's not of any use. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, yeah. I I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. It's just putting things out there. Just putting things out there. So if if you can... put things out there that's valuable and I can get something from it and I can implement, I'm going to come back for more. That's it. And then that's and the how, more you, you, come that's back, how you start to 100%. Yeah. Parts of the marketing, which takes me to my next question because you said something here, right? One of your challenges was delegating and then you said the way you solve it is by hiring. What what has been your hiring process, right? Are you doing one, two, three interviews? Like yeah. how you go identifying who you want to hire? Tell us a bit more about that. So I would say, like, I've heard this before, and and I think it's true. You got to, like, hire slow and fire fast. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Hire hire slow and fire fast. So for me, you know, like, I use a lot of virtual assistants. So, like, you know, I'll see what they've done, and I'll see what these reviews are, you know? Um, and then I'll ask them if they can do X, Y, Z for me. Mm-hmm. So then I might give them like a week, maybe I might give them a month and I'll see what's the result of it. See what the, you know, see what the assets are, what the deliverables are at this point. And if it's at a level and I'm like, all right, cool. Let's, you know, let's, 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 let's rock out. Gotcha. Uh, but in that, in that like 30 day period or whatever the case may be, if it's not there, then get rid of them and find somebody else. Let's talk about get rid of them because a lot of people, that's a challenge for them, right? Like they're like, oh, like they don't firing? Like, yeah, firing. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like firing, right? They're yeah. like, oh, I don't know how should I do it? What should I say? Yeah. How do you go about firing those VAs that's not performing? I mean, to be honest, bro, I just be straight up. Like I was in an interview pro- process last week 
and it was I think it was four VAs or whatever, and it's on Zoom, and they're on, and it's like this, right? I can see them, yeah. they can see me, and you know, I'll hear them out. For me, I'm listening. I'm looking for like people that that are they're thinkers. Like if you're just a tasker, I may not necessarily uh, be able to hire you because then you're gonna ask me for everything, and then it's gonna be more work for me, and then like that's not gonna work for me. I need you to, you know, maybe there's some jobs that that I could give you that you don't need to communicate with me. You could just do. That's fine. Uh -huh. But if there's a job that I actually needs you for to relieve me of something, and then you can't think, so you can't you know, pivot or act on the fly. And then you have to ask me the next things. And it's like, um, it's not, I, it, what am I doing? Like, like, I, you know, you're not, you're not going to work. Ooh, so, I, so to be honest, it would be like, I just, you just gotta be straight up. Hey man, look, I really appreciate, um, you know, you share me what you got going on. Um, but it's just not going to work. I'm going to just be honest. Like what I'm looking for is a little bit different. I don't think that we align. So I wish you the best. And, and I know that you're about to, you know, you're going to get a job fast, but, you know, maybe in the future there will be some alignment and I would love to work with you. Like, that's how I would do it. I love it. I, I love I love you give the language and it's straight up and it's focused. And I want to go into something you said, right? Because we hear hire, hire VAs to do everything, right? Hire VAs to do this, hire VAs to do that. A lot of VAs are task-oriented. They're not thinkers, right? So what are some of the key questions you would ask in an interview to determine, is this VA a thinker? Yeah, yeah, that's a good question. So what I'll do is I'll give them like a situation. So for instance, okay. like I was having a VA, um, like uh, do some organic DM outreach, right? Uh -huh. I said, hey, well, let's say you sent out message one, message two, and then you get a response. Um, and let's say I'm not, a, I, and, and, and I'm not available. Yeah. Well, how would you handle that situation? <laughs> and then one of them was like, well, what I would do is, I will just wait for you and, and, you know, and then once you, once you get back to me, then I'll respond. So I'm like, I'm taking note. I asked another okay. one that question. He was like, well, what I would do is I would create a list. I would put that person on the list. Um, if it's a question that, that I would answer, I, I would, I would respond. But if, if it's not, I'll let them know we get back to them or whatever the case may be. And then you have that list. So then, you know, you can look at it. I'm like, bro, that's what I want because yeah. I have to tell you, I gave you a real situation that could actually happen. Yes. And, then, and you told me what you would do in that situation. Like, that's useful. Even, nice. if, even if he gave you a wrong, a wrong, I don't want to say wrong, but even if he gave you a different response than what you may have been looking for, he's not about still it. thinking. <laughs> so you can exactly. That. He's not waiting for you. Yeah, he's oh, not oh, like, I'm going to just, I'm going to put it on pause until you get back to me. He's like, no, bro, I might not get back to you. Like, this is not... I mean, it's important, but it's not like the top of the list of things that, yeah. I, need to, that I need to do today. You, you know what? I think it's so valuable that, that that's a gem because a lot of us, right, uh, small business owners, people that's listening to this, they're going higher, right? But they're hiring a bunch of people that don't think yeah. for themselves, that are very task-oriented. And then when they're not doing certain things, you're like... I don't know why I hire these people because they're not taking action, but you never asked them the right question in the beginning to yeah. vet the right people. So yeah. 100%. <laughs> that's amazing, man. Thank you again for sharing this gem with us. That's huge. Um, I got so many more questions, but since we got to wrap things up soon, can you share what is one tip that you would share with any business owners from everything else you said? That's amazing. What is that one extra tip 
that you would give to the to, to all of the uh, entrepreneurs that listen to this, all the coaches and consultants that listen to this, that they can use in their business ASAP? Can I give two? Oh, yes. I all right, cool. Two. So I'm going to give two. They'll be <laughs> quick. So the first one is one of the number one things that most entrepreneurs don't, don't do, and I'm going to say 99% of entrepreneurs don't do, is that you do not tell people what you actually do. You expect people to assume that, that they know what you do or what you sell. You don't tell people what you do and how it can help them. That's number one. So what I would do is I would just start talking about the services I provide, talking about the products that I have, and then talk about how it would benefit someone. So that's number one. And then number two, I would say uh, utilize this formula. The formula is uh, C plus D squared equals S. So C okay. plus D squared equals S. And what that is is consistency plus discipline plus do more, uh -huh. right, equals success. So if you're consistent, if you're disciplined, and you do more of what you do now, which you feel like you're doing a lot, which most of y'all are, aren't doing a lot, me included, uh -huh. that's going to be success. Mm. You have to do something long enough to know if it works or not. You actually have to do more of it because your, your idea of, a, of too much may not even be cutting through, right? Mm -hmm. And you need to be disciplined so you can actually repeat that, uh, those steps daily. And you also have to audit the situation because you could be doing the wrong thing consistently and disciplined and, and it's not working. But so you need to audit your situation so you know if it's actually working. And if it is, you need to do more of it. Mm. Brendan, that was huge. C plus D squared equals S. There you go. Ooh, I feel like I'm in math class. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so with that said, um, what is that one thing that if somebody want to reach out to you, how do they get in touch with you? Do you have anything that they can, you know, support you, maybe a course or a book? Like, how do people get in touch with you and support you for all those gems you give out today? Yeah, so what you want to do is um, there's two ways I'll put it right now because a lot of my um, my funnels are being revised right now. So I don't know when this will be available. But the easiest way to get in contact with me is on Instagram, uh, at okay. it's Brendan Boyd. So at ITS Brendan Boyd. I have a free text community. And if you jump in the text community, you get access to everything because you know what's going down, right? So mm. just text the word A and B, A, B, right? The 213-410-4920. That's 213-410-4920. Text the word A. B and if you're on if you're on YouTube, I do a, a morning um, show called the Imperfect Action Show where we talk about marketing and business uh, tactics, strategies, principles, lessons. I bring guests on. You can ask your questions in real time, so you can get real answers. Monday nice. through Friday, nine thirty Pacific, twelve thirty Eastern. Um, I won't miss it. I just won't miss it. I love it. I love it. This is fantastic, brother. Thank you again for jumping on. Thank you for sharing these gems. Wow. I love it. Thank you, guys. Check out Brandon. Reach out to him. Definitely go on the YouTube. I think there's some fire gems there. You guys are going to learn so much from this guy. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next one.